What's up, listeners? This is yours truly. Before we dive into the actual show, I wanted to reiterate a resource that you'll hear about during the interview, and that is the Outreach Center. The Outreach Center at Seattle University primarily serves first-generation and veteran students and is a community and resource space for them. The center also acknowledges the diverse intersectional identities of students who come from different backgrounds such as low-income, international, undocumented, DACA, and graduate students. The center is located in Student Center 110 and is open from Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, visit seattleu.edu or see the show notes. If this is a resource program that really interests you, be sure to check out similar services at your local schools and universities. Good luck! Welcome back, everybody, to Project First Gen. Once again, I'm your host, Jay Anthony, along with my co-host... Chavi. And I'm Teddy Vo. In the studio today, we have graduate student... Samantha Pedrin-Watana. Hey, let's clap it up for Samantha. Let's clap it for her. (laughs) Can we call you Sam? Absolutely. Awesome. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm really excited to be here. So thank you all for inviting me. (laughs) One thing we like to do to break the ice is uh, I like to ask people what they've eaten today. Just Mm. to kind of break the ice. What did you eat today? I had a McChicken, four-piece nuggets, some Korean food, and some share tea. What did you get at share tea? I got a strawberry ice blended with some lychee and boba. Oh, this is someone who Amazing. know who yeah. has been there many, many times. I've never yeah. been. <laughs> I didn't even know you get it blended like that. But I remember on <laughs> Halloween, the entire outreach center <laughs> dressed up as boba. Like, <laughs> like actual boba foam costumes? Oh, we, really? We went easy, and so we dressed as colors, and then we oh. cut like circle fabric, like black ones to be uh-huh. boba, and then wow. we had like a laminated <laughs> straw. Yeah. We were trying wow. really hard awesome to get photo. some discounts. That's even get better. Get but. That's who, okay. who was the tarot? That would have been an interesting one. Purple shirt. It's like my favorite flavor. I can't remember who that one was. Well, which one were you? I was green tea. Okay. So we're just some like okay. little nice. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I was like, I own green. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for coming to Project First Gen. We're honored to have you. Thank you. Um, me and Ted usually throw Chavi under the bus and we let her. Um, Ask the first set of questions. So, Chavi, take it away. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're going to do Tradition it. Tradition continues, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I yes. guess. Don't really have power in this sense. <laughs> so, Sam, could you maybe tell us a little bit about your background and upbringing? Yeah. Um, so, I was born in California, and I actually moved to Thailand when I was little. So, I lived there for several years before moving back to California. Um, but I call Washington my home. So, I've been here since I was about 12 years old. Um, wow. My upbringing is that my family is very family-centered. So, they actually left their family um, in California to move to Washington um, to mm-hmm. build and grow their family with each other. So, I've been here for several years, and I love it. And what part of California are you from? Los Angeles. So right in the downtown, busy area. Shout out Southern California. Shout out to Los Angeles. Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's on me? Yeah, now it's you. (laughs) It's on Jan. I got the first question. Yeah, I know. So because Chavi threw me under the bus now, Um, what motivated you to pursue a college education? Yeah, I think for me, um, again, like I'm really a family-centered person. Like I Mm. love my parents so much and my siblings that um, they've always taught me to be 
working hard and reaching for my dreams. And so both of them didn't actually get their degree here in the United States. And mm. so um, what I really learned through was their hard work has taken them to where they want to be right now. And so something I think about is my dad owned a donor shop in California and did that on his own without a any type of degree really um besides like an associate degree and so um realizing that hard work is where life will take you really inspired me and so um when I moved here I was like I know that I want to go to grad like school in general um never thought graduate school would be an option so I'm really thankful that my parents like really persisted in me about hard work is where well life will take you so you kind of use the like what they've done as a template to kind of um motivate you yeah. um what was your undergraduate degree in um community psychology wow that's yeah. interesting she can read our minds she can understand us yeah she she can all do right it. i'm gonna she stop can. staring you right in the eyes oh my gosh because <laughs> you gotta figure me out um <laughs> just give me a couple minutes another question <laughs> that we like to ask did you have any fear or concerns before um Coming attending down. college mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, my biggest one, um, which might seem like a typical story for folks, is really like how to apply to um, college in general, knowing that my parents haven't been through it before. Um, And really, since I only have my family here and my friends, I don't have any like others, um, other family members that could help me talk through the pathway um my biggest fear was like paying for college especially how to apply and also like how do i balance paying for that while trying to keep up with like family obligations were you a traditional college student like did you come straight from high school or did you go through the community college route i was straight to college okay Mm -hmm. and so no like no help with like applying or Mm -mm. doing financial aid if you if you received any did you yeah, I okay. did. Um, still paying those loans. Yeah. Um, but on the bright side, when you go back to school, they ho- put a hold on your financial put aid. Put that deferment on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Live it up till June. Um, yeah, so no support. Um, my biggest struggle with um, my undergraduate degree, and I'll share this with you all, is I didn't choose to go to my undergrad institution. Mm. Um, my family chose for me. And so I just remember the day they were like, you're going to the University of Washington Bothell. Like, we already paid your admit fee, and so you're going there, wow. um, which was very difficult for me. So I was trying to find this balance of um, going to college to support my family and wanting to, like, help them achieve their dreams for me, um, but at the same time not having the control of, like, what my yeah. undergraduate degree will be because um, I wanted to go somewhere a little bit farther, like Western Washington. Yeah. Um, but Udo Bothell was closed. It allowed me to stay home, take care of my family. So really the family yeah. obligation played a key part in my degree, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, is there any concerns or expectations from your parents, your family, when you hear a Seattle U? Yeah, like right now. You yeah, mean? yeah, right now. Um, I think for me, like the biggest expectation is um, to get a job after after all this for sure um right now i'm still living with my folks and i love living with them saving a lot of money but also like i just love my family in general um but a biggest struggle right now is like is a master's degree worth it um why couldn't i just get an undergraduate degree work professionally and call it call it a day and so um really teaching them what my program means and what the benefits are is a constant struggle i feel like wow so were there so you talked about how you wanted to kind of be a bit away from your your, your city you know to attend under your undergraduate yeah. uh, to get your undergraduate degree what were some of the schools that you considered attending 
Yeah, I thought about Western Washington, um, Seattle Pacific University, um, and then I looked at a couple of schools in Oregon too, so like Portland State as one of them. Be a beaver? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but then why why you finally settled out here in Seattle, you? Uh, for me, it was the program itself. So I looked at like Oregon State, like the beaver, um, <laughs> did the campus visits and everything, but um, Seattle U is like, a very regional school in terms of like the partnerships and the network and so um, I came into the SCA program because something that I remember to this day during preview days they said um, most I think it was about 90% they're like 90% of students find a job within six months of graduation and that for me was like this is why I want my degree I want to be going to school getting a job and then like living that um, pathway right away Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time like people in this program like the faculty and the staff are really well known across the region and so mm-hmm. knowing that I could build a network that way was really was really important for me so how do you think you um <clears throat> excuse me how do you think you fit into uh, seattle youth culture as far as like you know you show up every day you see the events the community around <coughs> here how do you fit in yeah well that's an intense question (laughs) um i think for me something that i think about is i'm i name this all the time like i feel really lucky and blessed to have my graduate um coordinator position um i work at the outreach center which is a space that supports first gen and veteran students and so um part of my role as a graduate coordinator for first gen initiatives is to create programming around first gen identity and build community in that way and so i think if i didn't have that position i wouldn't be connected to seattle u in general Mm -hmm. um I had the option to keep my position at UW Bothell, so I took a gap year from undergrad to graduate school, mm-hmm. and so I had the option to stay in that professional experience at UW Bothell, but for me, I wanted to really gain a different experience here, wow. um, so I feel really connected because I have the opportunity to work on campus and meet students that way. Yeah, for any Seattle U students listening in, um, we'll leave all the information about the Outreach Center in the show notes, <laughs> and then if you are at a different university, uh, check your student center to find out what type of organizations support uh, first-generation students of color. Um, the next question, <laughs> because Chevy is not taking this off my hand. <laughs> I, oh, I can ask. I Go mean, ahead. I was just curious because you mentioned that you work yeah. in the Outreach Center. Could you maybe like briefly talk about some of the recent programs or events that you've organized through that center? Yeah, absolutely. Um, something that just happened at the end of January is we hosted First Gen Week. And so really our main reason to host First Gen Week is to bring visibility to the First Gen voice. And so I'm mm-hmm. really glad you all are doing this podcast as a really <laughs> yeah. great way to not only like raise the voice, but also hear the voice of students. I think mm-hmm. that's something that the Outreach Center um, would love to collaborate with you all about of how do we reach the first-gen students that don't necessarily like use the space in right. that capacity. Um, but with First Gen Week, something that I was really trying for this year, especially is to build collaborations with um, campus partners. And mm-hmm. so we were able to partner with like Red Hawk Dining, um, UREC, the Wellness and Health Promotion, Career Engagement Office, because I think mm. one of the things that I learned as a first-gen student is um, I'm not aware of the resources that is offered on campus so yeah. mm-hmm. how can we bring the resources to the students mm-hmm. especially and so we've had those different offices um, come at the outreach center and those are the different ways that students were able to like learn more about resources that are geared towards them. And so as a first generation college student what would you say have been some of the challenges that you currently face or have uh, faced at Seattle U. And if I if I may add, like, yeah, because <clears throat> you work at the outreach center, like, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. do you what do you see that you think the students struggle with? 
for a first generation? Yes. Like, I guess it's a two-part question. Yeah. yeah. Great. Sorry, I'm trying to, like, remember what those both were. Um, I think for me, the biggest struggle is just the overall transition to Seattle U. Mm-hmm. And so something that the Outreach Center, it's a really fairly new program, so in the second year of doing it, um, has a first to peer mentoring program that was developed by one of our um, interns last year. And so oh. really being able to pair first year and sophomore students with a junior, senior graduate student, um, help them ease their transition. So checking in with them once a week, um, really going through with the academic calendar of like, what are some things that they're going to be facing um, Mm -hmm. during the quarter? So example, like finals. So how can a first gen mentor um, help them through that transition part Mm -hmm. of their life? Um, which I'm really thankful for because it's an opportunity for first-gen students to hear that it is possible by another first-gen student. And so um, being able to guide them in that way. Um, But I think to answer your question about, like, struggles a little bit is to find your community, I think, is the biggest Mm -hmm. one. Um, Because I think for me as a first-gen student, I really thought, like, I was the only one in my class to be a first-gen student. And so I think for me the biggest one that I really liked this year was to – really build a connection between first-gen peers to each other and knowing that you're not alone. And so um, I really like the idea that we're able to create programming where you can come meet at a very, like, low-key event where it's, like, DIY tote bags or let's just play games with each other, like, different ways to meet each other in that capacity. Or eat quesadillas. (laughs) Yeah, every Tuesday. Oh, um, next week. Yeah. Is it still happening next week? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm there. Wow. Wow. Um... This question seems a bit sensitive, um, mm-hmm. but I mean, like Jay Anthony just said, ask, ask it, <laughs> and I was like, behind the scenes. Um, <laughs> I mean, is there is there any moments you receive um, unwanted comments on campus, or you know, like probably back to your high school? Is there any uh, hard comments towards you? Like as for, like from. I guess within your educational journey, mm-hmm, like yes. any unwanted comments that you heard from peers or faculty or, you know, people who are in the um, academic institution. Yeah. Yeah. Just like in general. Like in general. general. Yeah. In general. Okay. Yes. Um, I think for me, it's not necessarily comments, but more of like lack of resources. Um, mm-hmm. Something yeah. that I think about, too, at in undergrad was um, we didn't have a diversity center. And so mm-hmm. I think something that's really important for me is acknowledging that like first gen students um it, their only identity is not being first gen students also being like a woman of color or being a person of color um different identities that they hold and so i think for me it was the lack of resources that i was facing in terms of how can i talk about my first gen identity when there wasn't a first gen space and so being here at SU, the fact that we can name that we have a space, I think is really important because it, one, brings visibility, but two, um, it creates a sense of belonging that I don't think that I had in undergrad. And so I wonder, would my experiences be different and would I be more willing to ask questions if I knew that there was a body or somebody to help me through that? I, yeah, I hope that answers your question. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. definitely okay. did. Yeah. <laughs> so I also have a two-part question. My Ooh. first one is, She's throughout always. these challenges <laughs> and hardships, what's something that keeps you going? Mm, Motivation. Yeah. I think I will answer this a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I'm thinking about like my role here especially, and I think something that motivates me is the students themselves. Um, I... 
supervise two first-gen students who oversee um, like the logistics and operations of the space throughout the day and for me it's really asking them like what do they want to see that we're missing and having communication with them um, I think it's really important like within my role to not think that I know everything yeah. about of what a first-gen student needs but what are things that they feel like they're missing while they're working in the space and how can I work in collaboration with them um, to make their ideas into fruition Thank you. And my second question is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Have there been any... I know you mentioned a little bit about this, but have there been <coughs> any specific people, mentors, or resources that have helped you on your first-gen college journey here at Seattle U? Yeah, I think for me, and I don't know if she's going to listen to this, but she should. She better. She better is um, mm-hmm. my supervisor, Gretchen Ray Campera. Yay! Um, shout out to G-Ray! Shout out to G-Ray! Um, yeah. The reason I joke about it is because she hates acknowledgement, but I love to give her acknowledgement <laughs> and affirmations all the time. Um, but I think for me, she was really the person to encourage both my um negative feelings about being first gen but also my positive feelings i think sometimes we get too stuck into the deficit view of being first gen and Mm -hmm. she was really able to like name my strengths as a first gen student Mm -hmm. and really like give me that confidence that i'm meant to be here and i think it's i've learned that's really important to tell other first gen students that they belong Mm -hmm. here and so having her support me in that capacity allowed me to be more ready and prepared and confident to help other first gen students yes shout out to the boss yay shout shout out out again shout out to ray (laughs) (laughs) we'll send her a clip oh my gosh she's gonna be like oh my gosh here we go here we go so (laughs) we're starting to progress towards the end of the interview and uh we like to ask um our guests like uh where is your home and how would you describe home? We know you talked about you were from California, uh-huh. from L.A. You moved here when you were 12. Um, what's the food, song, or dance that reminds you of home? Like Also drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's an item that's like uh, home, like mm-hmm. your, your comfortability. And what's that feeling like? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Maybe a family dish or an activity that you and your family does on the weekend or, you know, at home. Yeah. Two-part answer. <laughs> apparently now we're two-part people. Um, mm-hmm. My first answer is uh, my dad is Thai. And mm-hmm. so uh, when you ask that question, my, like, first initial, like, vision was um, Radna, which is, like, mm-hmm. a wide noodles, gravy, chicken sort of, like, Thai meal. Amazing. So good. Um, And that just reminds me of home because I think for me, I've always grew up with my dad cooking in our family. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really like paying attention more now and like passing that tradition on when I have my own family. Um, So that reminds me of home a lot. Um, And the second part is I love my parents like I've said multiple times and so I have like two things that I love to do my mom is like she's very into like photography so we'll take her to like different like tulip festivals and night markets and different things like that so that's our bonding and then on my dad's side we watch a lot of football (laughs) a lot of football I I gotta ask this question because you are from California, but you were you were raised here your formative year. Mm -hmm. Who is your football team? What's your football team? My My football team is the Seahawks. Obviously, (laughs) I 
I don't like the Rams. I don't know if that's what you're trying to go for. Or the 49ers. LOL. At the Super Bowl. Um, I'm just going to say that really quick. Um, But my dad doesn't like this, but my second team is the Packers. So. Oh, Oh, we beat you guys. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) At least we want some. But no, joking. Um, He's just joking. I could just tell you're like, she's going to say 49ers. I'm like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, as we moving towards the end, um, yeah. we usually we ask these questions. So, okay. if there's a chance for Sam at this moment to go back to the past, let's Aww. say Sam of seventeen years old, <laughs> is there any message <laughs> you want to say to Sam of seventeen years old? Um, Sam at seventeen years old was working yeah. at a like a museum, a children's museum, because she loved children. She still does. Um, but I would tell my 17-year-old self that you've got this. I think looking back, I was too stuck on, like, living in the moment, like nothing's going to turn out right. But I would tell myself that, like, you got this. You, be- like, continue to believe in yourself mm-hmm. and whatever you believe in. Like, trust that your parents are going to be right when they tell you the same thing. Um, but most definitely, like, you got this and keep going that's Thank good advice you. that's so sweet that's really inspiring <laughs> yeah so for our last question this is a question that we ask each of our guests it's okay. a little fill in the blanks so when i say i'm a first generation college student and i am any word or phrase that comes to your mind you just add in so i'll say it again and then you go ahead okay, okay? i'm a first generation college student and i am <laughs> i am Proud of everything that I have accomplished and will accomplish in the future. Shout out to Sam and the Outreach Center. Thank you for listener to tune in for us. Um, Seamo. <laughs> thank you all. Glad to be here. Once again, thank you for listening to Project First Gen. I'm your host, Jay Anthony, along with. I'm Chevy. And I'm Teddy Vogue. I'm a good new. And our esteemed guest. Samantha. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Tune in next time.